yes, I love that movie. Jonesy, you've seen it, right? Uh-uh. Hey, Tony. Yeah. You've seen Dracula, right? Oh, I love that movie. It's so good. Lena, you've seen it. What do you think? Jones Priya! Hey, Bryn, have you seen <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's? Oh, my God! Weekend at Bernie's saved my life. Jonesy, you have to have seen it. Oh, my God! No, no, I haven't. Of course not. On Elm Street, it's the best. That movie scared the sh out of me when I was a kid. You know, it scared the sh out of you. I have not seen that one, and I will be praying for all of your souls. It's your film spring, Alina. I haven't seen it. It's showtime. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Film Springa, the podcast about all of your favorite films and your sheltered friend who's never seen them. I am Tony, and I'm here with... Brand. I'm Brent. Yeah, Brent. And our lovely, lovely sheltered friend, <laughs> Jonesy. Guys, I'm Lena. AKA Jonesy, all the way from Japan. <laughs> we oh, are yeah, back. Now. Yeah, she's in Japan. This is an international podcast. It is an international yes. podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, this week we are going to be talking about one of my favorite films for one of my favorite performers, singers, actresses of all time that I talk religiously about all the time. It is the 1988 comedy Big Business starring Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. It is so good. That's a business and it's big. <laughs> big business <laughs> and it's big. Yeah. I love this film. I've it's it is so just cheese, pure cheese on a Ritz cracker. And they know it with the eyes and oh, the outfits. And all it's of like it. Comedic goddesses in their prime. Oh, I know. Just it's having true. fun. That's what it is. They're just having fun. fun. They must have had so much fun. Yeah. I do definitely agree with that. It looked like a ton of fun to play. And just, I know playing multiple roles is fun too. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they had a blast, a blast. doing that. So yeah. for everyone who does not know, Big Business is the Bette Midler, Lily Tomlin vehicle <laughs> of um, two sets of twins. And this is hard to say and harder to follow in film. So they are they are not fully switched at birth. One of each set of identical twins is switched at birth in a rural town in Virginia. It's Virginia, yeah. Sleepy and Hollow. Yes. No, I thought it was... Um, no, not Sleepy, not Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. What am I talking about? Jupiter, I got it off Jupiter's Meadow. Um, where it's something like Jupiter Hollow. See, I knew there Jupiter was a hollow, hollow in there. Jupiter Hollow. Sleepy Hollow, people know Jupiter Sleepy, Hollow. Yeah. Um, I'd see that movie, though. Yeah, he would. <laughs> and so one is born to, like, a very rich cosmopolitan family. The other to, like, a local sort of... I don't want to say hickey, yeah. um, but they use that term in the film, um, sort of down home country. And um, we we go in the future and we fast forward and we see how these twins have developed. And I guess that capitalism is in your DNA is what uh, we're apparently, talking about. Apparently, movie. apparently, and yeah. Let's watch. You know what will explain it better? You did the trailer. <laughs> Jupiter Hollow is the trailer for this film. Thank you, there Mr. You Bob. <laughs> will the trailer explain it? It will not. And then maybe I'll follow up. There you go. Yeah. All right, let's do it. <laughs> My wife is having a baby. Where's the nearest hospital? Not long ago, in a 
a small southern town, a woman from Jupiter Hollow and a woman from New York City were about to give birth. I hate needles. It'll just be a little prayer. Yeah, that's what got me into this mess. And in all the confusion, it's a girl. It's a girl. It's another girl. It's another girl. The nurse got the two sets of twin sisters all mixed up. Now the two mismatched pairs are all grown up. I look like a wall-eyed salmon. One set living in the country. I gotta get to sell those press all nails. The other living in the city. Is this how we dress for the office? You look like a blood clot. Neither suspecting the other exists until one day, Big Business stepped in and changed all that. Were we to liquidate Holloway, the return on our investment would in fact be quadrupled. Are we gonna let them swoop down on us like a bunch of turkey buzzards in business suits? <laughs> In a city of 8 million strangers at the Plaza Hotel, these two sets of mismatched twins are about to receive the shock of their lives. <laughs> and a whole new lesson in sisterly love. Would I strip mine our first place? You're the only one that gets stripped if you walk through that door. Shame. This is outrageous. This is Ben Midler and Lily Tomlin. God, me with a bad haircut. It's Lily Tomlin and Ben Midler. I may be pre-periodic and I may be hysterical. So what? So there are drugs for those things and they both of them. Together at last. What the hell's going on here? Turning New York City upside down. You can't even snake me. And inside out. In a comedy about one big surprise. Surprise! After another. Suppose it's hormonal. It's big business. There's two of everybody in there. Yeah, that's big business. <laughs> That's a lot better of a preview than I saw in Disney Plus. Disney Plus literally just like took segments of the film, film and no threw it together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this movie is um, you know, the the one of the twins, the twins are switched at birth, one each. And then um it is a comedy of errors of them coming together and finding their true place. And this movie is predicated on two basic things. Um, the sisters somehow all both having the same names. So they were switched at birth. Yeah. And every single ancillary character in this movie being a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, they're morons, which make every, it hilarious because you're like, wow, is, these people are dumb. <laughs> fucking but, idiot. I think that was just a theme through most movies from the 80s and oh, 90s. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. you know, you can't it, tell if someone's dead. You can't yeah. tell if they're their no. I mean, you have no idea what twins are, much less triplets at the very exactly. end of the credits. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I heard about this a lot. Um, yeah. So first of all, what does pre-periodic mean? They said that a lot. And I'm guessing it's menopausal. Yeah. Is that what they called I menopause so. in the yeah. 80s? Pre-periodic. Um, and then also, I, I thought about the dynamics of twins. <laughs> Which, Which like, I'm an identical you? twin in real life. <laughs> so. so, okay. Oh, this is so great. Actually, I did not think about this. Okay, wait. Can we have a, a twin segment after the segments we need to get through? Yeah. <laughs> sure. I have questions to ask Tony specifically before okay. we get to Lena's segment. Yeah. Which is, what would someone do if they saw you but with a Southern accent? Um, They'd be like, why do you got a Southern accent? Or they'd be, or they'd be like, "Is that a bit for the show?" Yeah, <laughs> That's what they would say. When people walked up to you and they thought you were Manny, did yeah. you just? But I guess you knew you had a twin. 
Of course I have a twin. <laughs> I know I have an identical twin. It actually happened this morning while I went on my run through Balboa Park. I am running, and some guy I'm running by looks at me and goes, hey, how's it going? And I automatically knew because you could... We, me, and my brother know this. There is when somebody doesn't know you, go, Hey, how are you going? And then there's the face where they know you, but you don't know them. So yeah. I was like, Hey, and he's like, So what have you been up to? And I'm like, You know, I'm, you know, my brother. And he's looked very confused. And I said, You know, my brother Manny. And he's like, Looks at me like, Aren't you Manny? And I'm like, No, I'm the other one. Tony, and then it takes him always a few seconds to register, and he's like, you guys look a lot alike. I'm like, yeah, we're twins. You work at the Globe, I'm assuming, because that's where my brother used to work. Oh, yeah. And then it's the pure embarrassment in on their face where they are looking at any reason to get out of the situation. Why should they be there? embarrassed? Not a lot of people have an identical version I of know. So around. I'm like, all right. Have a good yeah. day. Don't worry. It happens all the time. I think but, they should be embarrassed because I've never not been able to. Tell oh, them I know. Them. Well, you've known me forever. <laughs> you so. know, though. So that's the thing is for Tony, he's lived his life knowing he's a twin. But if you yeah. didn't know no, you had a twin, yeah. that would be shocking. And that's well, see, the they've is. known they're a twin, but fraternal, fraternal, not identical. So that's yeah. I love this movie. One, because this, this was. Movie. In 1988, and this was when Bette Midler, who I adore above anybody else, um, was doing all the Disney films like Beaches. It was Touchstone and Disney. And it was Outrageous Fortune, Big Business, Down and Down in Beverly Hills, and Beaches. Yep. All came out like around the same time because this was in 1988, which was a great year for Bette Midler because she had done Beaches the same year. And oh, she yeah. voiced um, one of the dogs, the poodle, in Oliver and Company the same <laughs> yeah yeah then she did big business um but i i think why i have always been drawn to the film is one because of twins and bet midler but it's just something i would put on to laugh and not think and know that it is unrealistic everything in the film and simply enjoy it for the stupidity and Yep. humor it is and that's why i think i've always like really enjoyed this film but Brent, yes. when was the first time you watched this do you remember I watching this, this as a kid yes i watched this film really early because um it was sort of I, I don't know why like i watched a lot of twin movies but you know the original parent trap yeah with Haley mills and then it was like we would always watch this and then, and then big business and i remember at the time thinking like god what if i because i hate my siblings not yeah. now, when I was younger. <laughs> I'm one of five. Uh -huh. And so I remember thinking, like, what if there was a sibling out there that was like me, who was awesome and not like these yeah. <laughs> I've got here. Yeah. And so we went to big business. I just like Bette Midler, like the boobs and the eyes. Oh, the and eyes. it was like um, the theater eyes. <laughs> That's the, what yeah, I always the call them theater eyes. Theater eyes. And then the it's green always screen. over the top for the back row, even though it's camera. Yeah, exactly. The first the first scene where she pops in and they open the elevator and you guys, if, if oh, you're listening that. to the podcast and you don't see it, it's just this whip up where it's oh, small, so squinty eyes, big eyes, eyes walk. Yeah. And like, no one can see her. It's just for the camera, but it's That's like so, so amazing. And it's so peak Bette Midler. Like, <laughs> you know, I had seen Hocus Pocus probably yeah. before I watched this movie. Oh, really? So, 
yeah and lily tomlin like as a stand-up like oh, even back then like so was comic genius and yeah. i i've always loved her and just like her comedy and i remember so they do try and sort of shoehorn in a romance yeah like a romance really sketchy so romance so weird we'll talk about that later yeah but i loved that the element like the main elements of this movie were you know two sets so really four powerful women finding their own way and being women so i remember feeling really drawn to it in in like that sense and the polka dot pantsuit oh the polka dot pantsuit yeah or not the pantsuit the polka dot skirt in the jacket yeah 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 Yeah, i love that outfit i like that one and when she's at the restaurant with the brazilian or the italian guy and she sees her two assistants and she walks over and she's like tonight and then when she walks away she pops her collar on her dress i love that part And I have to tell you guys that I, so it evokes so many beautiful, loving, like memories to me of just being like women and women can be funny and like make faces and do prop comedy and Lily Tomlin with her, um, Oh, the, the bracelet and the bracelet where she shakes it. Uh, that will like always be ingrained in my memory, but I rewatched it for the first time in a long time. And I realized her assistants were a couple. Yeah. Yeah. And I, ne- I never really like, I picked up on that goes, when I was a kid. <laughs> he was Fire Island. And then he's like, we're gonna sleep in the same bed together. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so I was actually trying to figure out, like I saw this movie's PG and I was like, why was why didn't I not see this yeah, movie? That's and as why soon as I saw that, I was like, oh that's no why. homo. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, when was the first time you saw this movie? I saw this, God, I was young. I was probably, um, I had to be around 12, probably. And it was on the, yeah, you can watch it because it's Disney and Bette Midler and all that good stuff. Um, and I fell in love with it the first time I watched it. I thought it was hilarious. One, because of the whole twin thing. Two, because of Bette Midler. And I just remember thinking it was hilarious the one-liners bet miller is like hamming the to the camera um and it was just so over the top and new york city at the plaza and all that good stuff i enjoyed it and i've watched it so many times over the years so it's still enjoyable like even when we were prepping for this this um show this week i was like i just watched this like two weeks ago I was stoked the whole week because like normally I'm like what are we watching and then I tell I tell the guy that I'm dating I'm like we're gonna watch this and I'm like we're gonna watch this and I was like we're gonna make pasta and I was like we're gonna make penne and we're gonna sit and we're gonna watch it I was like so it's it was it's like a weekend it brings for me when I hear the music I'm just like and then when they open and then um country about country sadie who is bet miller's character sadie sings a song while milking the cow and yodeling yodeling i mean it's so ridiculous that it's hilarious that's like the bass beat is yeah they went for it and said you know what this is dumb but we're gonna do it anyways fuck it Whatever you want to do. Oh, my God. And I love that when I was researching the film that you know how Lily Tomlin's character, especially her character Rose, the New York Rose is very ditzy and all that. So every time she did a take, she would turn and turn, turn, turn in circles, like turn herself in circles. So she would be a little off balance for the character. And I was like... That's that act. makes sense that because makes sense. I did notice how off balance she was at times. Yeah. And her reactions were like, like, yeah, she's drunk. 
But yeah. I was like, yeah. that's not her character. So what is happening? Oh, that, she's dizzy. She's okay. dizzy, yeah. Unnecessary and, method acting. And yeah. the movie is like based off of Shakespeare's or loosely based off of Shakespeare's Comedy of Errors and of errors. Um, The Prince and the Pauper. Uh, is that right? Prince and Pauper. And yeah, then, the Prince and the the town mouse and country mouse. So it's kind of yeah. all of those old stories kind of combined into this this it one movie. In a literally, way. is a comedy of errors. Oh, it is definitely popping up. <laughs> I know you feel like not seeing each other, crossing each other in elevators. Yeah. I do that. Yeah. I do accidentally trying to, to rape a woman. Yeah. Oh, that that was the other movie I was trying to remember within the Disney catalog for Bette Midler and Touchstone. It was Ruthless People was the other one that oh, was Ruthless in there too. People's yeah, so good. which was really really good. And it was Lena's funny like, because I, have no idea what I know it's funny because Lily Tomlin and Bette Midler are supposed to be twin sisters, but Lily Tomlin at the time of filming was six years older than Bette. Yeah, Miller. I was like she. Yeah. Also, has Lily Tomlin ever not been old? Like she's kind of like Patrick Stewart, where they aged real quick at the beginning yeah. and just maintained. Plateaued. Mm-hmm. You and know? When, like, yeah. And then I love that during the film, you know, when they come out of the bathroom after they discover their twin twin, the identical twins, um, Bette Miller delivers the, the line to herself. Isn't she divine? She improvised that she improved it because of her stage persona the divine miss m so she threw it in i thought that was so cool i I was like yes i also just love the whole concept that like um your socioeconomic statics is like in you baked into you (laughs) they really did not go for like they're like nature versus nurture they're like no it's nature Nature. if your parents had money it is in your dna yeah because she's like i'm making love in the back of recreational recreational vehicle and lily thomas is like i just want a house in the country Country. and it's like like somehow your parents I had to I know. And I love when Sadie back. tells the Italian guy, speak American now, you're in America. I was like, that's so topical. So topical. <laughs> yep. I was like, oh, we've been doing that that long, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really enjoy the film, even though the story is so unrealistic in every way. Even the romances, you can tell they were all just put in there. But it is They're literally. They're so short and so weird yeah but at the end of the film i'm like sussing it out with, with um the, the guy that i'm dating yeah and uh you gotta we give him like, a name what? we gotta give chris, him a name, his name is chris. chris okay we'll use chris. I, I want this show to be evergreen with my boyfriends so i don't want people to be like oh this was the beginning because she was dating chris yeah um not that we're gonna <laughs> you know i'm being realistic yeah so um and we're shooting out and we're like the only person that has a healthy relationship at the end of this is the bad guy is the bad Bette Midler. Yeah, because she, what, goes off on her yacht with the Italian guy. With a dude that has not already boned her sister. Yeah. Both of the Lily Tomlins go with dudes that have already boned and we're ready to propose to the other And they're just like, whoop, yep, I'm good. Bye, nice knowing you. Peace out. And then Southern Bette Midler is like, I'm going to go on a date with my nephew's dad. Yeah. Yeah. The nephew is played by a very young Seth Green, Green. which is great. Yeah. 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 The replacement. I just feel like that would be if Tony or Manny dated one of their exes. That's weird. I know. It's 100% just the way you look. Yeah. Like with the Lily Tomlins, especially like this guy is like, I love you. I'm going to propose to you. And he's like, oh, you just look like her. And we kissed once. You're fine. 
And then the other Lily Tomlin, who only saw this dude drop a hot dog out of his mouth. <laughs> no, she didn't no. even see that. No, that she didn't see it. It was for Ben uh, steel drum band. Oh, and I love that. I love that improv. Let's have a music number in the middle of this movie. That for was no such a note from the studio of like too many women on their own make them yeah. end up with men. I know. <laughs> like how Total do we make 80s, this make yeah. sense? Yeah. It was also just not necessary at the end, like for them all four to go off. Like it just it wasn't needed. Like you could have had the moment in the lobby yeah. with the four and then the suitors and just had it be like this haphazard discovery but it didn't have to now be oh and now we've paired off you and know you know I agree yeah. is that we've spent what 40 years not understanding that we had biological identical twins why don't we go have lunch together i know yeah. why that's do we all never... go in separate directions with dudes yeah that's that's it like Like, you know the whole when they find each other in the bathroom and they do all of that that whole scene i'm like why why that i would have been like fuck the meeting i would have just done that i was identical and what i found interesting was the what the director and the producers of the show were our movie was really gonna do to for that whole scene in the bathroom was have body doubles with prosthetics on but when they did it for filming it looked awful 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 so they boot they said no and it ended up being like green screen which was kind of still new at the time so you can totally tell but yeah i do love the the um bet midler's the shimmy with the boobs and then the the, sort of like weird dance and they're like here's a dance that we're gonna do love that everyone's gonna love oh i love it so much and i like i just like how bet midler her eyes on everything is just so like Oh, so big and oh, I love it. And this is such also, an era in the late 80s that is like like a fish called Wanda that is yeah. so stage play that it's all set for like the stage. It's it's like, like a farce. Off. Yeah. It's, it's a farce. It's People going era. in, like, like coming and going, barely out. missing each other, all of that. What were you gonna yeah. say, Lena? Yeah. I was gonna say, um, as far as the ending goes, New York Bette Midler sure got over being shoved in a closet and losing the deal she was hoping for real quick. I know, real, <laughs> real quick. She's I guess so that's good. what happens when you meet an Italian. It just like all goes out the window. <laughs> Oof, hated that ending. Oh, man. The ending, yeah, the ending was all rushed. You know, they're like, let's just wrap this up, get it done. We already yeah, got too the much good, estrogen. That's why good we comedy bits out. being menopausal so much. I was yeah. like, why are you talking about this? Yeah. Okay. I have a question for you, Bryn. You know the mom, the mom at the beginning. Who is that actress? I've seen her in so many things and I couldn't place where I, I know her. She from. plays like a pinched bitch in, in everything. so many things. That oh. I almost looked it up last night. I can't remember. Let but, me see if um, I can find it. Cause I was I know I was gonna write it down, but I don't but I so it. I was talking to to Chris, my boyfriend, and he's like, No one's like that when they're giving birth because she was such a bitch. And I was like, No, my grandma, my grandma tells stories. She's like, I hated giving birth. I had them give me ether. Yeah. Knocked me out, then I had a baby. Never <laughs> brought my yeah. And and then I, when I was having problems breastfeeding, it was like very emotional for me. And my grandma was like, fuck that. She's like, I had ether and then I had formula. Well, they're not taking anything else from me. Don't feel guilty one minute. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that, yes, this is my grandma. Well, the actress's name. He bribed her. <laughs> yeah, Nora. he bribed her. Yeah. Oh, he bribed her with a vacation Fiction. home. Yeah. Home. And then for her, um, for naming the girls, she got a tiara. Yeah. And I was what like, a bitch. 
This is my grandma. Not so her name. The, I was like, woman goals. Yeah. So the the actress's name is Deborah Rush, and she actually Rush. was um, she was nominated for a Best Tony Award for the original cast of Noises Off. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and she's done tons of tons of films and TV shows and all that. She's in a lot. She was in. I remember now. She was in Strangers with Candy. That's where I remember. She was the mom in Strangers. The mom in Strangers with Candy. Yeah, which is a mom that doesn't like being a mom. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Method actor, much maybe. (laughs) I know. Never rush. Let us know. Did you hate being a mom? When the movie came out, it came out uh, to lukewarm um, reviews. Like they loved Lily Tomlin, Tomlin, Lily Thomas. Li- Why can't I say it? What? Tomlin. What's my name? Tomlin you can't and say anything. I know <laughs> Bette Midler. They love that their comedy, their dynamic, but they hated the like script, the writing, the story. Seemed, yeah, seemed fair. like it was good at first, and then it got a lot of studio notes. Oh, and were, like, more of... men, more yeah. whatever, and then it got muddled. And the thing that was also strange about it is that there is no bad guy no there is no rising i mean there is conflict in that they're trying to save this or whatever but like normally there would be something that we would unite them because bet midler is the bad guy technically but she can't be the bad guy no and she doesn't she's like borderline bad so i remember yeah. yeah exactly like i remember there being some other element to it and then in when i rewatched it i was like oh it's going to be the two assistants that are like trying like corporate espionage and yeah. the sisters are gonna have to come together and then i was like no they're just a really nice couple that gets kimonos on fire island yeah exactly and I was like, there's no true bad guy and there's that. no true conflict no so the whole rising tension is them not knowing that they're twins but there's yeah. it's not rooted in any sort of like oh they have to get together to do this and they have it it, it is sort of like a like what what's the skin in this game yeah other I than feel, we know i feel like the Country Lily Tomlin and the city Bette Miller are the, if you're going to have a bad guy, they're the closest to it. Like, yeah, I would agree. Rooting more for New York Lily Tomlin to make a difference at her workplace and find her happiness. And you're rooting for country Bette Miller to find her place. So it's not not a real bad guy. I just, I did not feel that way at all. I thought, Lily Tomlin, pull your fucking weight. This is a multi-million dollar company and you're showing up with a stray dog and a scarf and tissues. Your sister is keeping this company together. I don't, I didn't see together. Lily Tomlin, don't show up late with a dog. No, I didn't see it at all. I feel like Rose, New York Rose was like just stuck in this life she never wanted and she's just going through the motions where Sadie, New York Sadie was like, no, I am in charge. I don't care if you want to be in charge. Don't pull your weight because I'm in charge. I'm going to do it all. She's I'm just keeping you here sister her whole because life. you're my sister and I feel I obligated. That's how I felt. Rolling her ditzy sister all life because she even gets on the phone with her fiance to be like, why aren't you getting married? Yeah, that exactly. Was that was so, fucked up. But do you I know think- what it would have been like to corral a boardroom of men as a woman by herself and then have that ditzy sister coming in? Uh-uh, girlfriend. <laughs> no, I think she thrived on it. She thrives she on the control. On it. It New was- York Bette Midler wants to control everyone and everything. And she needs to. All right? 
that's who you identify with. She's like, yeah. Joan, she, wow. Yeah, she's fucking Joan Crawford. She's like, I am the fucking board. Uh, I will fire yeah. you all on the spot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene too. And she's like, Can I have a glass of water, please? Yeah. All right, it is time for the segment we do in the show. Name drop. Uh, this is our segment, Six Degrees, version of Six Degrees, which we didn't pick. Wait, how are we, we going to name drop? <gasps> yeah, I was going to say, I spend an hour with her every single day. I once had a drinking game with Celine Dion, Liza Minnelli, Cher. Laura Dern, I don't know her. Who would you say is the most famous person in your phone? My good friend Ben Affleck and his crippling addiction to back tattoos. I have the best Lady Gaga story of all. Of I hate him, loathe her, over them, cancel it, tell me everything. Yes, name drop. This is a part of the show where we, it is our version of Six Degrees, pretty much. But who are we going to do? We should do Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I, we should do Kevin Bacon because we don't have it. So we should make it a traditional. Yeah, Kevin Bacon to who, though? I was thinking maybe Lily Tomlin. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Kevin Bacon to Lily Tomlin. We will revisit it at the end of the show. See if we can sure. get it. I think it'll be pretty easy. Oh, I was going to ask you, since it is in the theme song about it, and totally off topic, but I just thought about it. The whole J-Lo and Ben Affleck back together. You guys do not know how important this is to me. What? <laughs> no. What, Brenda? Why I, is this important no, to you? No, it is it is important to me what people think of it. So I have like a pretty high stress, uh, important job at my work. I've ended all of my meetings last week with, so what do you guys, do you guys think that JLo and Ben Affleck are back together? <laughs> I can't believe it. And everyone you. in my important job at my law firm, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, I don't, I'm very invested in, in what's invested. happening right now. Yeah. What do you You're, guys think? Are you wanting a, um, what is it? A Geely too or whatever? They're, what are they calling it? A uh, Jalik? Jalik? Yeah. No. I'm, I thought it was I'm like. From back in the day. It. They changed they it. Changed it. Because I'm not for it. I'm like, move Garner. on. Uh, no. And her and J Rod were like going to get married in it, or were married he in it. He cheated on her oh, with a rival celebrity. Oh, I didn't even know that. Southern charm. On, on oh, fuck so yeah. Blonde, You're going to cheat on J-Lo? Get out. <laughs> that is why I'm With a hairdresser for from Southern Charm. <laughs> With a girl from Southern Charm. Her name is Madison LaCroix. Anybody named was, Madison is just... Ugh. She talked about it on, on, her. on her show. Yeah. And I was like, I, I'm here for it in that Jennifer Lopez is like, fuck you. In one day, I could get Ben Affleck back. And she did. Even with and his bad did. back tattoo. All right, now it is time to get Lena's take on this film. So, first off, Lena, have you heard of this film before? Yes or no? Uh, so I I remember seeing the cover of it, okay, like in a blockbuster or you know the local rent rental place, and I remember always seeing it and being like, that looks like fun. I also Bryn had an obsession with twins at a young age. Um, in <laughs> fact, my imaginary friend was a twin <laughs> like oh instead of just having a normal imaginary friend i had an imaginary twin okay then, why why did you decide twins as a kid as your i also loved the parent trap yeah i did too um, the original I, yes oh. i also had um just literally my whole life i've had i've been friends with twins 
at some point, Tony was not the first. Nope. Tony, you're just her type. How do you I feel know. about that? I'm okay with it. No, it's always happened it. organically. I've always befriended one and then like found out and then like befriended the other or not yeah. sometimes. Um, so I always knew that twins were around and I just kind of same thing as you, you Bryn. always knew they were around? Yeah. And so like same thing as you, Bryn, where it's like, wouldn't it be cool to have another me? Because I like me and yeah. I, I was the sound oldest. like narcissist right now, but it's <laughs> yeah. just because our siblings were dicks. It's not. <laughs> oh, mine well, were. And I loved my, I love my siblings. No, well, that's why we are saying we wish. Oh, okay. That's why you wanted a twin. No, because we sound like narcissists. We're like, yeah. is it, wouldn't it be cool if there was another me? But it's only because we just wanted someone to understand us because we were little broken children. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Troubled children. Um, so is that so, yeah. you, so okay? So, this was the first time you saw it. What did you think of this film? Would it have been on the no fly list for Mama and Papa Jones? And this was your first so, time watching it for the first time ever. What did yes. you think? Um, as far as the no fly list, I was really struggling like, why it's PG, it's campy, it's fun, it's very kid friendly. And then I figured out that the businessmen were gay. And then you're like, that's it. <laughs> and they yeah. were a couple. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's probably why. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I actually saw a meme this week. I don't know if anyone's following the whole Duggar thing, but it's like funny that families will, you know, ban a kid for being gay, but they'll protect the family molester. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dagger, sorry to make this podcast dark, but but it's true. It's true. Um, yep, being gay and getting pregnant or getting a girl pregnant before marriage—those were the two. Like, if you do this in our household, you'll be out. But I yeah. bet if you got the girl pregnant, it was a lot easier than being the girl that got pregnant, right? Oh, I oh, am yeah. sure my brother would have had a much easier go of it if any one of us girls had gotten pregnant. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that would have been why it was on the no fly list. I really think if like they had edited that part out, it we would have totally grown up on this movie yeah. um, cuz this was right up our alley. As well cuz um, I didn't even clock it as a kid. Yeah. I totally did and I was like, yeah. Also, I my parents were yes. in the kind yes, of Rune, take that shirt off. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> My parents were in the kind of communities and then eventually when there were websites, track those websites where they would basically, a movie would come out and they would say, here's all the things that are wrong with it. Here's how many times they use uh, any really? curse words. What? Here's how Is many that times- real? For up. real? Oh, yeah. It's a, really? well, now it's a website. Before people just did it word of mouth at Bible study. <laughs> But yes, that is a very real website. Um, and also eventually when the internet kind of got bigger, that website started editing movies to where they were safe for Christians oh, and you could get- I do remember that popping up. Yeah. I remember yeah. actual storefronts of like, we will edit your videos to be safe. Oh, right. God. Um, but then Isn't that against the would... law? Copyright and all that? I'm not quite sure how they circum- Vented it. No, I don't think it's against the because you're you're not distributing True. it. You're taking someone who bought it. And, yeah. Okay. Right. Got it. So, but um, yeah, that was. So I'm sure that's absolutely why. Or you know, my parents watched it and were caught onto that and were like, nope, 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 nope. Um. So there's that. That being said, I enjoyed this movie, but I do feel like it's one I would enjoy a lot more now if I had seen it then. 
Oh, you could. I yeah. I would. I, I would see, say yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Because it's I don't very think dated. Anything, yes, it's and very very dated. There's nothing wrong or bad about this movie. It's just. Like you guys said, maybe not the best writing. <laughs> maybe <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's just a wheelhouse for Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin's comedy. Lily Tom- yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Showcase. You just them. are waiting for them to pop on screen every time, and that's it. Yep. That's what it well, is. And they are fun. You can tell they had fun. Yeah. Like it's one of those movies too that, like, the actor in me is like, I would love to be one of these sisters, or I would have loved to be on this set. It seems like it would have been a ton of fun, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think it's a fun movie. Do I think it's a great movie? No. Um, I think <laughs> I would like it more if I had seen it at a younger age. Okay. Okay. I, I respect that. I, yeah. But I don't dislike it. No. There are a lot of movies in this canon for me that are like that, that if I I will never not love them. Like, um, what was the Shelley Long one with the sperm bank? Oh, um, frozen assets. Yes, frozen assets. I remember so that. Are, Wasn't that around the same time as Hello Again, or like a couple yes, years apart? And yes. I used to love Hello Again. Hello, horrible, so were, horribly. I don't know what any of like, these movies are. <laughs> there were like a lot of these movies that were like, um, are like Peggy Sue. What was the Peggy Sue one with Kathleen um, Turner? Peggy Sue gets married. Yes. And so like made the, to order. It was yes, all this era. I know exactly what you're talking about, Bryn. Of like women led movies yeah. that were like women are funny. And and, and we sort of like, it, it was this era where they were like, let's let women be funny. And then they shoved it back down again. Mm-hmm. But there was like a time in the late 80s, early 90s where women could really like, and so I will never um, hate on these movies because I remember it inspiring me so yeah much that it's like women didn't have to be sex symbols like lily tomlin and bet midler are not sex symbols in this movie like they are beautiful vivacious women but they're not taking their tops they're in their slips they're not like doing a bikini scene they're not like pretending to be one of the guys that it was like for me especially in my comedy career so inspiring to be like oh you can be a normal woman and be funny and lead a movie and not look like you know freaking kira knightley just be funny in you and then they sort of shoved that back down for a little bit but it was great for me growing up to be able to see that so I will never not love or um not tell people like you should watch this because it was such a nice moment in history that I Mm -hmm. think maybe is coming back now I hope so but I I, but I agree with you Bryn like it was that era in the probably I would say starting probably the mid 80s to the early early 90s where it was that comedy like that romantic comedy over the top everything was just colorful and big that's what that's what I remember I'm like you didn't have to have a six pack or like you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. And it was just it was like, like money pit was around that. Yes. Time. Money, yes. Money pit. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like women led comedies that were just actual women comedians, not being commodified or sexualized, but just letting them. And then they were like, yes, this is you lead a comedy. Mm-hmm. And you know, whether or not they were hit or miss, I don't, I don't think they got as many chances as the guys did. Like I don't Adam Sandler so. can make 32,000 yeah. movies about a disappearing Lego man, but you know, <laughs> Shelly Long makes one bad movie and they're like blackballing her. Yeah. Um, but um, 
you know, it was a really nice time, I think. I do too. I agree with that. And I, it's just for maybe like how, how you were saying, Lena, if you would have watched this at that age when it came out of being younger, it maybe would. Yeah. Because for me, when I watch it, it just reminds me of back in the eighties, early nineties when I was a kid. And I remember just how everything seemed new and like technology was going to a new place and it was, it was just different. You know what I mean? So well, I think I when love- I watch this, it's very nostalgic for me, this movie yeah. and this, this is era. the kind of New York City, like, I wanted to see as a yeah. kid. Yeah. You know, so like whenever they had those scenes, I was like, man, I wish I could go back and like visit this New York City. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I haven't even been to New York City at all, but like, this seems like a really cool, I'm sure it was also grimy and dirty and gross and yeah. drug filled and all that stuff, but it it's the kind of New York city I would have wanted to visit. And, um, you know, a lot of the movies y'all talked about, I don't know what they were, but Troop Beverly Hills, those kind of movies. I do remember, um, especially cause I got into acting really young. I knew right away I wanted to do it and getting to see women playing, um, character actresses, yeah. not the damsel in distress, not the, basic ingenue, that kind of stuff where that's her story. I clung to those movies of that time that I was allowed to see that did show that because I very much more identified with those type of women and those kind of actresses and wanted to do those kind of films, plays, whatever, than, you know, Cinderella. Yeah. Like Cinderella, snore, True Beverly Hills, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's cookie so, time. Yeah. Cookie time. Cookie and time. that's why I think like I would have loved this film as a kid. I even now I identified with the country bet meddler. <laughs> yeah. So I I'm pretty sure totally as a kid I would have been like, Yep, that's, that's me. me. <laughs> you milk, have you milked some cows, Lena? I have milked some cows. <laughs> pooped on my head. Oh my god. <laughs> Because I got too far under there. So when you watch the no zone. when you watch <laughs> films like this, Lena, does it make you go, God, I wish I could have watched this when I was little? Like kind of yeah. regret a little bit that well, you didn't this, experience. This is like that the nostalgia. films I remember my my friends in school being able to watch and talking about and loving mm-hmm. and just, you know, having that moment at a young age of going man, I want to watch that, (laughs) you know, like I want to, I want to talk about it at recess and lunch. It's definitely a blockbuster cover that you walked by and you were like, what was that? That, Over and over and over. And doesn't the polka dot um, skirt suit remind you of mermaids? Yes, it does. And within pop culture, just on the last season of RuPaul's Drag Race, um, season 13, um, Rosé did a tribute to Bette Miller yep. in Big Business for one of the runways and wore the pink and black polka dot with the short red hair. And I was like, see, still, pop culture reference right there. Well, and I have a dress like that. I'm always doing oh, you the polka yeah. dots. And I am very sure it is because I stared longingly at this VHS cover <laughs> for many years going, I just want to watch dress. it. <laughs> I want to watch it and want that dress. 
God, that is true. But I like I, the movie is just hilarious to me. There's so many good one-liners. Um, even like the minor characters are funny. Like the 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 guy the the guy at the plaza, the desk guy who thinks he's gonna hook yeah. up with with Sadie. I was and he trying keeps to recognize him, him. He looks so familiar. He's a stage he's actor. actor that's yeah, been in tons of things. Also, the secretary at the business. She is from True Beverly Hills. And ah! that is the brother to um, Sadie's New York. The, the Not Sadie's New York. Um, I mean, hold on, I got it. It's coming to Lily Tomlin's character. Rose's New York. You know the guy that she wants to marry with the beard? Older? And he ha- yes, from um, Growing Pain. From not Gro- Growing Pain. Um, no, no, family Michael. tights. Family tights. Yep, yeah, yep. that is his sister, the secretary. Oh, They're brother and sense. sister in real oh. life. Gross is the last name. That's yeah. And everyone in Hollywood is related. No I one know. Really shock. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, who is it? Michael Gross, and it's his sister. I free- Mary Gross. That's right. The two grosses are in it. And then, Seth, of course, Seth, a very young Seth Green. Seth which Green. I, think I is was it. obsessed with him. Oh. He was Oz on Buffy. Yeah. And then I freak, I think it's Graham. The, is it Graham? The actor who played Graham, the guy, the one of the, one of, uh, huh? He's Mr. Gilmore. Yeah. From uh, Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Yeah, He's he's Gilmore. Yeah. Which I am watching right now. Don't ask me why I get in these kicks where like, I, yeah, I'm on like season three. (laughs) Jonesy's making a face. I don't like Gilmore Girls, but. You know what? It is like such a dumb show, but I don't know why I like it. I don't know why. It's that ugly Betty and happy endings for me. Those are my Oh, happy things. endings. I love happy endings right now. Lena Jonesy and I have a thing with happy endings and new girl because when I had it my when she came out and took care of me many years ago, remember we watched those shows religiously? Yes, we did. It was so good. But yeah, like so there was a lot of actors in this film that went on to do a lot of um, bigger things and greater things. But all in all, I really enjoy the film. I still do. Um, but now it is time. We are going to pair this film. What are we going to... This is our segment called Grace, Give Me a Stinger. Monsieur? Wait. Three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, one of a measure of Kina Lily, shake it over rice, and then add a thin slice of lemon peel. It's drink. I like it. I know. It's great, right? Another! Grace, give me a stinger. Yeah, this is part of the show where we are going to pair a cocktail little nibblies to go with this movie while you watch it. Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Okay. So, go ahead, Brynn. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll go. So I am going to do an eclair. <gasps> because like of that eclair scene. Or like a pastry yeah. part. And then a mint julep. Uh, yeah, when she's or and she has a stamp. And she's yes, like a mint she, julep. Which is a, in her bouquet. She yeah. Gets a mint julep and she's standing in the bouquet. I was like, oh, oh so that's good. a really weird pairing. I know Although, it's like, a really weird pairing. <laughs> what would you do, Jonesy? Um, I feel like I would do sushi. Okay. And, good. Um, because I thought that scene was kind of funny. Plus, I have easy access to it here. Um, <laughs> and then. Probably, I, I don't know if I saw it in the movie, but I think of it as a New York or city kind of drink. Um, a dirty martini. Okay. I like that. I like, like that. I am, I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to do the little, little uh, dollar size pancakes with raspberry or, or um, what's it called? 
blueberry syrup like they do in the movie raspberry and she spills it on her new white polyester coat and a mimosa so i'm going breakfast for this one i like it okay yeah that's what i'm gonna do yeah we've got breakfast dinner and dessert dinner and dessert you can watch the film for all three oh yeah okay so before we give our grades i want to get your last take on the film like just one sentence if you had to review it and it was the tagline for the film what would it be anybody it's one of those (laughs) fun for the whole family as long as they're young or it's the 80s (laughs) i would have called it like big broads big city Big Broads, Big City. I like that. Like Broad City. Yeah. Broad City. There you oh, go. Yeah. I love that. You know, the original name for it was Double Trouble. That makes, yeah, sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's such a bad name. I'm glad they went with Big Business. Yeah. What would mine be? I'd be, it would be like, it'd be like, I don't know, Comedy of Errors, Country Mouse. Country City Mouse, Mouse. City Mouse with like Country Twin city twins. Twin city twins. How could you go wrong with Bet and Lily? In Minnesota, then it could have been the Twin Cities. The Twin Cities, yeah. (laughs) I just, I don't know. It's just a feel good movie. Makes you laugh. Makes you happy by the end of it. That's what I think. All right, now time for a great. Do you know what we gave it last last week, Jonesy? You both gave it an A plus plus. Okay. Are you gonna stick with that? I'm gonna give it a solid A. Oh, you went down? I went down, but I will tell you that normally I take take my nostalgia goggles off. I will not. I will not take my nostalgia goggles off this time. I will leave them on because I love this movie and I love the nostalgia that it brings me. So maybe an A plus. So maybe I'll bring it down one plus. Okay. So if you took your nostalgia glasses off, what would you give it? An A. An A? Okay. I'm giving it an A++ because Bette Miller's in it. I love this film. I've always have. Not I'm not changing my mind. I know. You're like, anything she's in, you're going to love, except for Jinx. Yeah. That movie was horrible. Horrible movie. It's a terrible movie. Oh, terrible movie. And that was oh, her follow-up to The Rose, which she was nominated for an Oscar for. Oscar. And she did that. Ugh. It's literally yeah. the Jinx. It, the Jinx. Yeah. She had that, what's it the called? Oscar when. Jinx. Your first movie out, you win an Oscar, then nobody hires you for years to do any more your films. Sophomore slump. Yeah, like a your bit. Sophomore. What are you gonna give it? Oh, I'm. What are you gonna give it, Jonesy? Um, I'm gonna. Don't get mad at me. Don't hate me. I'm gonna give it an A minus. Oh no, that's fine. I was like expecting I said, I lower from you. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad movie. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it except it's dated. Yeah, it's but very dated. There was an outfit from the mermaids in it. We did not have the conflict that we did in the mermaids episode, which I appreciate. I do too. Would this get a stamp in the passport, Jonesy? Uh, meh. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily put a stamp in the passport, but okay. if like other former church kids was like, "Should I see this movie?" I'd be like. Yeah, if you want. You okay, know? I'll take that. I'm gonna take that as a yes and a win. <laughs> it's not, like it's not one that I would be like, oh, don't waste your time. I yeah. just, you know, there's. So this wouldn't not- be a welcome to the dollhouse where you gave it a hard no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right. Oh, did you get name drop? Did we do it? Did we? Did anybody of us do it? Think about it at all. We didn't think so, about it at all. God. Do we have a minute it. left? 
Yeah, we have we have time. You want to try figuring this out? Yeah, okay. So, let's okay, try let's and do, do this. It. Let's try and do it together. So I was thinking Lily Tomlin is an iHeart Huckabee. Oh, That's I forgot about that. A million people. Yeah. Or um, the man I'm with two brains with Steve She was Martin. also in uh, Incredible Shrinking Woman, which I used to love that film. Amazing. I love that film. Um, Kevin well, Bacon's so been in there. With um, like everyone's in that Jason Schwartzman, uh, Jude Law, Naomi Ooh. Campbell, Mark Wahlberg. So let's go. Kevin I'm cheating. Bacon. I'm looking it up. So Kevin Bacon was in Sleepers with like a million people. Oh, I remember Sleepers. Yeah. So if we did like Kevin Bacon was in Sleepers. Sleepers. Who else was in Sleepers? I'm trying to remember. Julia Roberts was in that one, right? Yeah. Wasn't Julia Roberts in a movie with Kevin Bacon? Camille? I was like, what is that? Was that someone's stomach? (laughs) That's my dog being ferocious. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm sure we did, like, okay, so, like, uh, Kevin Bacon was in The Hollow Man with Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue was in Heart and Souls with Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. was in... um, Eight thousand, like what? Any of the Marvel movies? One yeah. of those Marvel movies has to be connected with who? With um, producer Rob is showing us. This is ooh JFK. Um, was in oh, the Incredible was Shrinking Kirkland? Woman with Sally Kirkland, who was in JFK with Kevin, with Kevin Bacon. That was Sally Kirkland's Nutty Magoo. She her. is. Oh, I know. I think she might be literally insane now, but yeah. Yeah, but the Incredible Shrinking Woman was such a good movie. I remember it kind of scared me because I was yes. like, when I was a kid, I'm like, when I saw it, I was like, I am not going to use any cleaning products because it's going to make me shrink. Yeah, that is that right, producer Rob? Did we get it right? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so we are actually, instead of saying what our next movie is, we're going to be on a little vacay for a bit. Me and producer Rob are going to these coasts for a few weeks, and then when we come back, I need some time off. <laughs> so between two shows, I need a little R&R. So then we will be back probably at the end of the month, beginning of July, with all new movies. And hopefully Bryn and I will be doing this in person. With, yes. Yeah, while Jonesy's still in Japan. Waxed, waxed, and ready to relax. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun in person. I can't yeah, wait. But I yeah, got we one will last be back. thing to say about this movie. Go oh, ahead. All right. I am. I actually. I'm stealing this because I read it from someone else who's a much better author than me. I hated how much they tried to make Bette Midler the fat one. Oh, I, I know. Over people yeah. With brown yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Being fat. She wasn't fat at all. Since I was a kid, because I have round cheeks and big boobs, and it doesn't matter how small your waist. Have you seen her legs? She's phenomenal in that movie. Yeah. She is. And at one point, they even say, Oh, you're a nine. And I was like, She is not a nine. nine. (laughs) But in real, like, I've seen her in in concert many times, and she is tiny, itty bitty, itty bitty person. When she walks in, and the salesperson was like, um, she was like, I'm like a four. And she's like, really? And my boyfriend turned to me and he's like, if anyone ever talks to you like that, walk yeah. the fuck out. Hit and him in like, the hit him in the face. Yes. Hit him in the face. <laughs> I just have to say that. Because no, I was good like, point. as soon as good we point. had that scene, those scenes, I was like, and this is why I've always, no matter 
how tiny I've been, have always been like, you're fat because you got round okay. cheeks and big boobs. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Hollywood. <laughs> Thanks, Hollywood. But I have a round face. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't have a round face. I don't okay, think. Okay, then maybe I'm just fat. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you're not fat. I am. But anyways, <laughs> I I think if you guys haven't seen Big Business, go out and watch it. It is a very fun movie. Very, very entertaining. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up, but I cannot remember. But you can follow the podcast at Film Springa Podcast. Uh, wait, no, it's Film Spring on Instagram, and our email is Film Springa Podcast at Gmail. I was going to say the email first. You know what would be good during this hiatus is yeah. everyone send us in your movie recs. Yeah, you watched as a kid. Maybe it would be good, or maybe we could do some mini sods or something mm-hmm. of watching the movies like that, that you guys loved as a kid. And maybe um, it'll be a movie Bryn and I haven't seen, so the three of us could review it for the first together. time ever. Movies that you loved as a kid that really influenced you or had some kind of effect. That would yeah. be great. And you I'd can email that. those to us at filmspringapodcast at gmail or DM us on filmspringa on Instagram. Yeah. But that is it. We will be on break, and then we will be back ready to talk about more movies and introduce Lena to more movies, whether they're good or bad. We're going to make her suffer through it. Uh, But that is it for us. And, yeah, we will see you all later. Bye. Bye.